I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yo, what is up everybody? Welcome to another Pointless Sports Opinions episode. That's right, we did two episodes. We're not quitting this time. We're not just coming back for a short period of time. We're actually going to be a little more committed to this shit. Uh, I'm your boy Chasey J. We got Nathan. Nathan, how the hell was your Valentine's Day, bro? What'd you do? Uh, I'll tell you what, I worked late and uh, had a nice... uh takeout night nice what'd you guys get oh uh, no i i ate at work actually so <laughs> oh yeah. what you didn't eat with your your beautiful wife no i was working she's working so we're going out uh, this friday okay yeah that makes sense yeah me and uh me and emily just went out saturday too we were like fuck it we'll just stay home because every every place is packed on valentine's day you don't have to celebrate valentine's day on valentine's day i hate that i agree shit. getting reservations on valentine's day sucks yeah it's horrible it's horrible all right well let's uh let's jump into it a little bit but first make sure you follow us at pso sports one on twitter and instagram and point the sports opinions on everything else uh i finally figured out apple Podcasts, so we are back on apple Podcasts. sorry if you guys if it was a little delayed at first I noticed that we got a couple more, uh, couple more views, or I guess they're not views, listens. Uh, once I put it on Apple Podcast, so we're cooking, we're rolling, and we're ready to go. Uh, so not much happened this weekend. It was kind of a slow sports week. Oh wait a second, the fucking Super Bowl happened. Uh, Bengals Rams. It was a pretty good game. It was a pretty good game. I, you know, I was entertained with it. Uh, not perfect quarterback play on either side. 
Um, but I mean, Nathan, you you wrote a majority of these notes here. Stafford and Cup connection. What did you see, and what did you like about that? Well, I mean, the Bengals actually did a pretty good job of uh, keeping them quiet early, but uh, that they got an underrated. Do they just have an underrated defense, or did they just show up for this game? Uh, they've been showing up the last few weeks, the whole playoffs, really. And I feel in yeah. Spots. I mean, you know, they're. The red red zone percentage was great. I don't know the the numbers, but um, I remember a few big stops against Kansas City in the red zone, including before halftime. Um, you know, holding Kansas City to no points at the one yard line. <clears throat> That's a they've been they've been That's showing impressive. big this whole playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and I mean honestly, they were getting at Stafford too at the first beginning or starting the second half. You couldn't tell who had the bad offensive line, I felt like. You know, was Burrow sacked only, one, only what, one time in the first yeah, half? Yeah, one time. <laughs> and then That's the insane. second half, I, I don't know what happened. I mean, defensive line showed up for sure. Uh, but, I mean, let, let's talk about – I'm not trying to overrate everything. We're just trying to make we're, – we're having a conversation here, so nobody get mad at me for saying anything crazy. But – we're talking about all-time connections. Stafford and Cup is something special, I think. Like, that is really just a good connection. And it's only After been one, one season. season. Think of these I mean... guys. Two, two to three years in. Like, what this? do you have anything that, like, reminds you of these two? Like, like I don't want to get into extremes here, but these they got really good, really good chemistry, especially for a guy that's getting doubled. You know, and not not many people throw Cooper Cup in their top three wide receiver discussions, which I don't. I have no idea I don't why. Know who you're talking about, uh, and I think he's proven. They need to. What you say? I don't know who you're talking about, but oh, they need to change. Where are you change. putting them? I I'd say one or two. Wow, really? Oh. I think after the Super or after this playoffs and Super Bowl and hell the season, yeah, you might be right. But where would you put? Uh, like, where would you rank? these two this quarterback wide receiver connection like do you think it's like brady moss like they were only together what two seasons i mean that was the like first what, what are we thinking in, in 07 when they you know really went off i mean that that's a good comparison there i'd say yeah 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 you were right that was the first what did he catch like 25 touchdowns or something but that was the year brady threw yeah, 50 20, 24 touchdowns i think brady threw 50 touchdowns over five thousand yards it was a that was a, uh, and then the, who was the who was David Tyree? Yeah, that catching on his helmet, yeah, Broke my heart. <laughs> yeah, that was a better. That's a really good connection too. Is Eli and David Tyree's head? <laughs> that, that's a good connection. Also, a good connection is Joe Burrow and uh, the Rams defense. That was a pretty good connection <laughs> too. When he end up, he got sacked seven times. Seven times. Uh. My God, we knew coming into this that it was going to be that was going to be the 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 big uh, the bullseye for the Bengals was the fact that they don't really have a good offensive line. But man, the first half I had me they had me believing they almost literally stole the Super Bowl. I know, and, and finally Aaron Donald you know shows up big there at the end too, almost gets the mm-hmm. ace sack. Um, you know, him finally getting a ring's huge. How many pass didn't they at one point I know he had eight uh like quarterback pressures, yeah. I guess they call it. I don't know what he ended up with, but 
he just he's like Aaron Donald. He should be an honorary offense alignment. That's what he should be because he does all the shit that like ninety five percent makes the game, and he can win the game. But the five percent is uh, what everybody else talks about, which is the stats, which is the sacks. You know, but he's the guy that's getting doubled. He's the guy that's drawing the offense alignment towards him. So you can get blitzes, you know, and Von Miller sacks and Darius Leonard sacks. You know, like this Rams defense, I mean, we knew they were going to be scary, but they were really shut down the first half. What do you think changed, like, first half to second half? Yeah, I mean, the Rams just kept wanting to stick to that run game. Uh, you know, it wasn't working all day. They just kept at it, really. Uh, mm-hmm. Finally, they were forced to throw the ball in the end. and Actually, you know, Stafford made it happen there with, with Cup, so. God, you see that? Have you seen the replays on that? It's going all over the place on Twitter and Facebook and everything. He no-looked it. <laughs> that takes some balls. <laughs> He's been doing it. The thing that pisses me off is, like, I knew this was going to happen. We're getting so many over-exaggerations and under-exaggerations with Stafford. It's either he's, you know, low-key had a better career than Ben Roethlisberger and Rodgers and all these guys, or he, uh, he he's the worst quarterback ever to play and he's getting carried by a good team. There's no in-between, which is what Matthew Stafford has always been. He's been that guy that's just like a little bit better than like a Kirk Cousins or like, you know, he's a top 10 guy that could win you a Super Bowl and he's not going to fuck up too much, but he's not really like a big I don't know, like a big stack guy, but did he change that in this Super Bowl? Cuz it seems like this was not the Matt Stafford we know. How many times have we seen Matt Stafford in the playoffs though? Damn true. <laughs> I mean, very true. How many, yeah, how many times have you seen Detroit Lions in the playoffs, period? Yeah, I mean, huh. his. if you look at, you know, Stafford compared to some of these other guys, I know a lot of people are making the Hall of Fame, you know, is Stafford a Hall of Famer now? I, I don't even want to hear it. If Oh. I, I really don't. I mean, it. Really? Why not? I mean, if you look at his numbers compared to Roethlisberger, would you think is Philip Rivers a Hall of Famer? Answer that question. I think so. Yeah, stats wise, Philip Rivers is yeah, without a doubt. Absolutely right. Sixty-three thousand yeah. yards. Stafford has fifty thousand yards, right? In five. Fifty thousand is pretty damn good, though. Five more seasons. He'll easily hit that. Phil- yeah. Stafford's gonna be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and but that's I think that's the thing and is people think like too. Yeah, which that's gonna immediately bump up every stat like look at Eli. Eli doesn't have two Eli has one Super Bowl instead of two. He's not gonna be a Hall of Famer. But he gets two Super Bowls. Now we we're considering, even though like his stats are just absolute shit. You know how many guess how many Pro Bowls Matthew Stafford has? One. One fucking Pro Bowl. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. 2013, I think. Yeah, that 2013, 2014. Yeah. I, I, he was comeback player of the Which, year one year. You look at all the volume seasons he had in Detroit, you know, always throwing yeah. all those Calvin Johnson years. I don't know. Yeah, one Pro Bowl. 
that's just it's insane to me. I just I can't believe it. He was the fastest uh, player to reach 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, and 45,000 career passing yards. And he only had one Pro Bowl, just to show for it. Is he a Hall um, of Famer? So, okay, where are you putting Stafford like going in the next season in the quarterback hierarchy here? I, I'm, me, personally, I'm still putting Burrow above him. I agree. I mean, the the Bengals were – what, 10 yards from field goal range and, and tying that game. Yeah. And, and he did it with a below-average offensive line. And, uh, you know, average defense. I mean, in the regular season, average defense. They showed up big in the playoffs. But, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he was able to do it with a lot less, so I'd say. Eli <laughs> Apple's literally a meme. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That poor dude. That poor oh, my God. He's getting destroyed on social media. What do you think was the difference maker for the Super Bowl? Uh, Rams Z line probably. Yeah, especially second half. Maybe they came out swinging. I don't. You you could have made an argument. I, I really thought Aaron Donald should have got the MVP. I dude see, and that's also why I threw out the offensive alignment thing. I think he should have got it too. And guess what? You know the Dallas Cowboys offensive line should have won MVP for like three straight years. You know, like there's. Offense alignment are always the underappreciated ones. It's never really a defense alignment or any other position, really. But damn, Aaron Donald disrupts games, and yeah. he's he's been the best player in the league since he came in. You know, like and finally he got some recognition. Finally, he's like, and now he's got the 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 trophy, the Lombardi Trophy, to uh, to showcase for it too. I mean, that. They really turned it up in the second half. Yeah, I, you know, there's talks of him retiring. Yeah, yeah what the hell is this? I, he's, I don't know. He said it I, I heard the Super Bowl. He's just bringing that shit out the last night. Like, yo, I, think he said, I might uh, be done. You know, if we win, I'd consider retiring. And I'm like, where oh did that God. come from? I mean, he's he's young, not not young, but. The, he's still at the top of his game, so I don't know why he'd retire. But have you heard about Sean McVay retiring too? There's those talks out there. Yeah, there's all him quitting and going to football or going to do the Monday Night Football shit. Yeah, he's gonna go play the or do the Monday Night Football shit. Like that's the rumor. Yeah, yeah, I can see him doing that. Absolutely, you know, he's gonna save tons of time. You know, <laughs> about a hundred hours a week. You know, working, being. Getting to spend some more time with his family. Yeah, uh, I'm know. sure. I mean, this is like he's a young dude. He's probably got young kids. Yeah, I mean, Romo's making 18 million a year. Uh, you know, he could probably get 15. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Bill Belichick, the highest paid head coach in the league, is making 18 million. So, damn, not a bad and move. Not a bad. No, <laughs> and like you know, like everybody's like, oh, like he wouldn't do that. He's a you know big football guy. John Thinking Madden. about it now, John Mann did it exactly. Like John Mann just dipped out. That was the biggest football guy we've ever met, John Madden. You know, yeah. And he was just like, nah, fuck that. I don't like planes. Like I'm <laughs> not gonna true. do this shit. He's like, I'm not gonna do this shit anymore. I couldn't uh, believe that when I heard that story. I know. Like <laughs> it, it makes sense though. You get on one bad flight, I'm still scared. The last flight I got on to come to here to New York. 
Bro, turbulence is horrible. I almost never want to fucking fly again. I don't blame him. I work with a guy that won't fly. He Every year, he goes to Vegas for this uh, fantasy football draft. Drives every time. I'm like, dude, you're nuts. Fuck that. That's <laughs> stupid. I No. <laughs> no, thank you. Okay, which, uh, this is, I'm glad you put this in the notes here, looking at it. What do you think about the, the, the penalties that everybody's been bitching about? Like, we had the obvious, you know, T. Higgins uh, face mask that led to a touchdown, offensive pass interference. Uh, what, like, what do you think overall about the penalties in the game? Do you think it was called fairly? Like, what do you think about it? I, I think it was called fairly as far as, you know, there were bad calls both ways. Yeah. But they were letting him play all night, and then all of a sudden, the last two minutes, all the flags came out. That, I didn't exactly. like that, but it was, there were some missed calls both ways. You can't blame too much on that. Yeah. I mean, everybody's just I, – I hate when people bitch about the penalties. I get it. There's some circumstances where you can bitch about penalties and stuff. I think, you know, that uh, the, uh, the Saints play – uh, in the playoffs yeah. against the Vikings, oh, yeah. that obvious, you know. <laughs> T. Higgins, you watch that in real time, you're like, oh, maybe that's a penalty, maybe it's not. Maybe then you slow it down. Like... Yeah, and then you slow it down and break it down. It's like, oh, look, you know, he poked <laughs> him in the nuts. Yeah, and... yeah, get out of here with that shit. I'm tired of seeing that stuff. But Yeah, that, yeah. that's getting too nitpicky, but you, you do have to leave the human element in. You know, these guys mm-hmm. can't see everything. Uh, I don't know if we, we I'm it. sure we mentioned <laughs> it is what it is. I'm sure we mentioned it, but, uh, Cooper cup MVP of the Super Bowl. What do you think about him getting it over, uh, Stafford and Donald? Yeah, I, Donald, I, I think Donald should have got it, but, uh, you know, cup eight receptions, 94 yards and two touchdowns, you know, it came up huge on that last drive. Uh, you know, they just kept throwing the ball to him, just keep getting the ball to Cup. I think it's – I'm okay with it, but I, you could have gone Donald. Just What do you think? I, I agree with you. I think – I, I don't want to say it should have been Donald because Cup, he caught two touchdowns in the game. Uh, And, I mean, obviously the last one was the big one. And he just – like what he does on the field is – He's the most impactful wide receiver I've seen. He's like Julian Edelman if Edelman could put up a 1,900 yards in a regular season. You know, like like he does all the meaningful shit in the playoffs and then also can, you know, be a, a MVP during the regular season. This game just made me want him to be the MVP of this season more than anything because it shows you, like, this guy really was the best player in the NFL this year, you know, and it's, yeah, without a doubt. No, I, he should have gotten it. That's, that's all I'll say for now. (laughs) Uh, leaning a different, uh, different tone here. What do you think about the halftime show? I loved it. (laughs) You did? Oh yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. I I thought it was cool, man. Dude, Mariah Taylor. Or is it Maria Taylor? I'm apologizing if I'm messing up her name. She fucked it all up for me. She came out there, and three times before the, the show started, she said, this is going to be the greatest halftime performance of all time. 
And I was like, oh, God. Why are you doing that shit? Why are you doing that? And then she comes out again and says, this is going to be the greatest shit you've ever seen. And I'm like, dude, the way I think is somebody tells me something, I'm going to do the opposite, and I'm going to think the opposite. So, of course, what happens? It starts happening, and I'm like, you know what? This was good, but you hyped it up too much, you know? I hate whenever people hype shit up too much. Like, you better live up to every expectation. The only thing that I was kind of like, oh, oh, this is kind of getting there, was whenever they put uh, 50 Cent upside down. That was pretty cool. <laughs> it's like, yo, this All is... All the 50 Cent memes were killing me. <laughs> that, yeah. He's a fucking dollar now. Jesus. 50. 50. I feel 50. You know? I feel like I'm going through the same transition here in New York. I'm pagging on the weight, too. Yeah, I I feel like I'm hanging upside down. I look like it, too. My face is getting more red. Uh, Blood pressure's going up. It's good for your back. Hey, I'm all for that. I need that, too. Jesus. But, yeah, I thought it was was good, too. It was definitely cool. People, I I don't understand, like, the memes that are going on with that. They're like, oh, the people that don't like the halftime show are the old people. I'm like, I think the old people really liked it because that was the generation that brought them into rap. You know, it was Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. Like, it's not like we had, uh, you know, Lil Yachty out there or anybody. Like, you had old the old generation there. And yeah, there was a lot of people that didn't like Future last year, too. Or The weekend? Right. Or It was The weekend. yeah. No, I, I didn't hear much, many good things about that. I haven't yeah. heard many bad things about uh, this year's, but... Yeah, like... I thought The weekend was decent last year. I thought I thought they kind of knocked out of the park with this one, but I think this was good. But I honestly would still take J Lo and Shakira over it. I'd still take. You think uh, so? Oh hell yeah! Give me J Lo and Shakira shaking their ass like that. Ten out of ten. <laughs> like that's that's great. That was incredible. And then also you had, uh, you know, Michael Jackson. That's a classic one. And then literally Prince saying "Purple Rain" while it was downpouring. Uh, like, yeah, come on. There's no story. Yeah, there's no storytelling that makes that uh, anything better than that, you know. But that's also why I hate myself, too, because I'm talking shit on what was a great Super Bowl uh, halftime show, which, you know, well, I feel like I need to appreciate it a little more because it was dope. We have had some bad ones, uh, but this was a good one. I liked it. Yeah, I, I put it top five for me. Yeah, I think that's a safe bet. I'm fine with that. Yeah, top five. It was a really good, yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else about the Super Bowl? Uh, no, I got nothing, man. What about, no? Uh, what do you think of this year's MVPs? Oh, God. We're getting, we're jumping into Rodgers right now? Yeah, let's. We're, we're doing the transition? MVP, you know, Offensive Player of the Year, uh, Cooper Cup. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers an MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, Wait, also let me. TJ Watt, twenty-two and a half sacks. Can I bitch for a moment? Why does the Offensive Player of the Year different from the MVP? You know what I've the fuck? The what does that even mean? In That's a lot like of times, say- I feel like it's just you know, hey, there's this position player that should have been MVP, but we're gonna vote a quarterback. Yeah. It's like, it's like, hey, uh, this guy's valedictorian, but this person's smartest person of her class. It's like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Isn't that what the valedictorian is supposed to be? 
Like that doesn't make sense to me. How you how you're supposed to have that? Yeah, that but, never made any sense to me. But yeah, yeah, keep You'll going. See that sometimes. Keep going with your little spiel. What do you think about Rodgers? Or keep going about the uh, the awards, I guess. Uh, let's see, offensive rookie of the year. Who do we? Oh, Jamar Chase, of course. Yeah, that's uh, an easy. Michael Parsons, defensive player of the year. He was fantastic all season for the. Uh, for the Cowboys, even in that last game, you know, he, he showed out even though everybody else didn't. But he's a, And he's going to be good, too. Like He's Ca- going to be good. Remember when the Cowboys' defense was a joke? Like, I mean, they still kind of are, but, like, <laughs> now... Last year? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But now they got Diggs and they got uh, Parsons, you know, like, they made a... They, they've done good in the draft. They have these last two years, man. Uh, I, just, com- I, don't, I don't know. I mean... That team's got a lot of things going for it, but uh, they got a lot of things going against it too. It. Yeah, they do. One one big, big thing is uh, yeah, one big thing's McCarthy. <laughs> he can't even. He's got one eye in the streets, one eye in the stands. You know, he that lazy eye's getting him. That's the reason why they're they're struggling. He can't see he everything that's going on. He's only seen. Oh, <laughs> all right, I've, I'm just quit uh, ridiculing him, <laughs> but. Uh, Okay, let's see. Uh, comeback player of the year, Joe Burrow. I don't. I disagree. Oh, well deserved. No, oh, that's horrible. Definitely what? not. Adrian Peterson was on three teams this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Of course it's Joe Burrow. Yeah, AP should have got it. And he's about to go to jail again. Can't stop hitting people. What the hell's wrong with him? Uh, coach of the year, Mike Rabel. Uh, I... I, I I respect it. Yeah. But I think it could have, could have gone a couple of ways. Yeah, I agree with it. It's got a bad taste in my mouth. They should have given it to Flores. <laughs> give it to Flores. I think Belichick I, I think Belichick would have won it if he didn't. They kind of stumbled down the stretch a little bit. Uh, you could make an argument for Zach Taylor. I mean, yeah. You know, what? that team, the over-under was four and a half wins for him. Yeah. He's making it this far, it you could have made a couple arguments, but Rabel, you know, Derrick Henry going down and, uh, you know, still getting the number one seed. That's impressive. It's impressive. I respect it. So what do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, I like it. I'm, I'm fine with it. They had a lot of adversity. And, I mean, even still, like, going into the playoffs, people really weren't sure about the team, you know. They, we didn't know. If they could have made it to the Super Bowl. Would you have been shocked? Yeah, no, but yeah, see? yeah I mean, but I that's been shocked, but that's a th- and like Vrabel I, had a couple a bad. Co- I never really trusted. Vrabel wasn't he didn't coach very well in the playoffs either. He had a couple no, couple he bad some, calls. He, he had a, but, he had a few bad calls, but, but yeah, you I think mean, <laughs> you got to one seat with Tannehill? I think you have to win coach of the year. <laughs> and like without Derrick Henry for eight weeks, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I would have gave it to Taylor, though, just because of what they've been through. And, you know, also Taylor is the lowest paid uh, head coach in the NFL. I is love that. Yeah, I love that stat. The lowest paid head coach. And uh, this was his last year of his contract. It was this year. Uh, he better get a payday. Oh, yeah. He's going to get some Doug Peterson money. <laughs> the Doug He's got a job for, or he might even get, you know, Gruden. Gruden got that shit too. 
It's like, oh, Gruden's oh. a great head coach. It's like, dude, he's got a 500 record. What the fuck does Gruden <laughs> do? Uh, but, I mean, let's let's go back up to the top. You are. I want you to get going on this spiel because you're big on uh, QBs not winning MVP. You don't like it. Yeah, so over time, you know, the NFL is obviously a more quarterback-heavy league. So listen to this. Four, there's been four non-quarterback MVPs in the 90s, three in the 2000s, and one in the 2010s. Oh. <laughs> it's getting worse. It is. Are we ever going to see one again? I don't know. You know what my What's favorite? 2020 is going to be like. You know what my favorite thing I looked up was, too? It was... Okay. Adrian Peterson was the last non-QB MVP of the 2012 season. You know, he tore his ACL 2011. He rushed for 2,027 yards, right? Last year. (laughs) Not this year. Last year. MVP was Aaron Rodgers. Guess who should have won it that year? The guy who ran for 2,097 yards? (laughs) And had six more touchdowns than Adrian Peterson in 2012. Derrick Henry. And then Cup this year. You know, what, what's the guy got to do? Yeah, Jesus. He could have thrown. He probably could have thrown some passes. I guess. We just need a wide a wide receiver quarterback hybrid, exactly. and then we'll like a like a Debo. Taysom Hill. Turn him into a quarterback, right? <laughs> Lamar. Lamar, yeah, Lamar. That's a, that's probably the last uh, non QB to win MVP. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it is getting bad, and this year especially, I really had faith, and I feel stupid because it wasn't even close. Like Cup had what? I, I think it was one first place vote. Yeah, yeah, one person, one person? and it was that Bears guy that everybody was shitting on. He's like, I don't like Rodgers, so I'm not going to vote for him. It's like, oh, that guy sucks. And then you, this shit happens, and you're like, oh, maybe he was right. How did Cup get one vote? I don't understand that. I, yeah, no. He was easily the best player uh, in the NFL last season. And, uh, I mean, you had the big case that you didn't even think uh, Rodgers should have won it out of the quarterbacks. No, I mean – Rodgers had you know, Rogers had some good numbers. Brady had twelve hundred more passing yards, six more touchdown passes. What he had on him was the interceptions. You know, I, four interceptions, heck of a year. But yeah, I'd still take uh, I'd still take Brady. I think. Now I got a question for you. When are we going to get a non-offensive player to win MVP? Oh, that'll yeah, that'll never happen. <laughs> Maybe when we switch the—I don't, I don't know that we'll ever see that again. We'll switch a two-hand touch. <laughs> we'll switch to Pro Bowl rules. No God, don't get me started on the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Shit was so I'll tell bad. You, what, you know that new rule I was telling you about. Instead of doing the uh, the kickoffs, do fourth and fifteen. Yeah, they did it. What? They were doing it in the Pro. I, I watched the Pro Bowl for some reason this year, and they were doing it, and I was like, no kidding. Oh my god! I mean, honestly, it makes it more interesting. But you cut, you're cutting so many people's jobs out, though, like Devin Hester and all these guys. Like, but then again, name the best uh, kicking returner and punt returner in the league right now. See, I just want to do it for onside kicks, though. Oh, 
Get rid of the onside. You don't like onside kicks? It's stupid. It never works. What's the point? But when it does, it's cool. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Cool. It's like half-court shots in the NBA. Give a shot. It's still hard. 20 I don't care. All right. Anything more on the MVP? Yeah, just Cup should have got it. But that's all I got. Cup should have got it. I agree with you. <laughs> I'm on your side. Uh, all right. Let's go through. Uh, let's go through uh, new head coaches, and then we'll get out of here. You want to run my through? Favorite them? one is who? John McDaniel. Josh McDaniels. To the, the Raiders. Raiders. You think it's it, a good fit, man? What? You really like it? I do. I think what? it's going to be a good fit. What's McDaniel's done? I, you know what? His his previous head coaching experience does worry me, but I I think it's going to be a good fit there. I'm a big advocate on like coaches grow just like players. You know, really? like Bill Belichick was a coach for uh, Cleveland. You know, he sucked ass. He talks about Cleveland. Yeah, nobody talks about the Cleveland nobody run. He talks was about his time with Cleveland. Nobody talks about his time with the Jets either for one day. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like coach, I feel like coaches grow too, you know. So maybe I'm wrong here, but I just I don't know. I hope it works out for them, but they got to do something that, on offense. Like their top wideout uh, is playing the longest yard right now. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they they've got to get some more weapons offensively. But you got, you know, you're walking into a situation. Josh Jacobs, you know, he he's an if, um, if he can stay healthy. They got a good defense. I think their they've defense got, they've is got all right. Some good pieces defensively, especially that that D line set. You don't need to worry about that. You know, definitely they need some more weapons for uh, for Derek Carr though. Derek Carr. I think they need a. I think they need a, need a new car. <laughs> they don't need Derek Carr. They need somebody he's, else. Derek Carr's decent. I bet right. you Josh McDaniels is going to come in here, and as soon as he can, he's going to try to deal Derek Carr for somebody else. Dude, they're talking about resigning him or extending him right now. What? How long are we going to do the Derek Carr song and dance? How long are we going to do the Kirk Cousins song and dance? Well, you got a good fucking point. You <laughs> you win that battle. We'll find out next year because his contract's coming up. Oh, God. Franchise tag him. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, but you like, you like McDaniels? I really hope it works out because I like the Raiders. I like their team. They got a lot of grit. 
I mean, they made the playoffs even despite everything that happened last year. Like they yeah, just exactly. they got balls. They've got they they've they've got it. You know, they've got the team to get there. They just Yeah. Maybe not all they need to build towards the Super Bowl, but I, I think McDaniel's coming in there. Um you always gotta worry about that Belichick coaching tree though. Yeah. They don't work out often. <laughs> also, uh, speaking of head coaches that made a Super Bowl and have, are continuing to get a lot more recognition than they deserve, uh, Lovey Smith, new Texans head coach. What the f- Why? Why? I, I couldn't tell you why, but it, Let me know, g- this feels a lot like... So I, this is an organization that just doesn't know where they're going. They don't know where they want to go. Well, they just keep hiring. You know, uh, what was his name last year? Oh, I don't even remember him. I couldn't remember. His he name right the now. most depressed looking coach I've ever seen. <laughs> that dude on the sidelines made me sad. I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, he reminded me of the coach from Waterboy. That's just like, well, at the beginning of the movie, where he's just like, well. I don't know what to call. Like, we're going to lose. They're going to sack us. Like, that's what he looked like every time they play. They have no direction. David Cully. Oh, God. Yeah, no. David Cully. You like that guy. Yeah. No, this is... You told me the. This... You told me on the phone. Don't try to backtrack. I remember it. You're like, you know what? I like <laughs> David Cully. I think David Cully's a good coach. I think he might get a re-up. I'm like, dude, that guy sucked. Did I say that? Yeah. I must have been messing with you. Oh, I don't think so. You seem pretty. You're like Davis Mills wasn't that bad. I'm like, dude, get out of here. Davis Mills showed some promise. Oh my god. Okay, hold on. Let me before I just rip you to shreds on that shit. Uh, Lovey Smith's last coaching job. In case anybody forgot where Lovey Smith went, he went to uh, the Fighting Illini uh, for college football. Got a fat contract. Uh, 2016, he went three and nine. Uh, 2017, he went two and ten with an impressive 0 and nine conference. Uh, four and eight in 2018. Then they showed some promise. They went six and seven and lost in the re- <laughs> the Red Box Bowl. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Never heard of that. Lost in the Red Box Bowl. Uh, and then his last season in 2020, uh, he went two and five. Uh, he was fired after seven games. And this is the guy that the Texans just hired as their new head coach. When you have you have Brian Flores, I mean, I don't know, he's suing the NFL right now, but he's definitely more qualified. I'll tell you what, Raheem Morris. More and more, I think Bill O'Brien permanently damaged this organization. <laughs> what are you talking I mean, about, DeAndre Hopkins for uh, what's his name, David? Uh, David Johnson, you tell me that wasn't a good trade. And it, it was it was it a third along with it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> David Johnson for DeAndre Hopkins. Ever since he averaged since three yards a game. This team can't figure out what direction it wants to go in. They keep hiring these coaches. You know, between David Cully and, and Lovey Smith, now I I don't get it. I don't know. What what the thought was there? You still got Brian Flores out on the market. 
I don't get it. Raheem Morris, Jim Caldwell. I mean, if we're just going off like African American head coaches, like there's a lot, a lot of people. Eric B. Enemy. There's a lot of people that are more qualified than Lovey Smith. Uh, but he. Why well, hey, does Eric B. Enemy not have a job yet? Yeah. What the? Well, I. You're asking I mean, the questions. The I've jobs been done this year, but like another year. Yeah. Uh, a new head coach was just signed a couple days ago, Kevin O'Connell, for the Vikings. What do you think about that? Uh, I, you know, the the Vikings. <clears throat> I think it'll it, they'll fit that offensive style. Um, they're gonna have to figure out what to do with Kirk Cousins after next year. I, I think they may keep him around, but uh, I, I don't know if they should. But you look at this year, there's really not, as the Vikings, you know, a quarterback that really would stick out to you in the draft. Do you move Kirk Cousins this year? Do you let him become a free agent next year? I mean, these are decisions you're going to have to start making. They need a lot of help defensively in the secondary defensive line. It's a... They got weapons, too. Situation to get in. Like, I feel like they got a good team. And think about if Rodgers leaves... You know, he leaves yeah, Green Bay. That division is that division wide, wide open. open. You have could win that division. He's the best quarterback in the division. <laughs> you know, you got Goff. You know, you got uh, Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. See, Justin Fields, he looked like shit last year. Jordan Love. No, I mean, <clears throat> oh Justin my Fields god, was getting better as the year went along. He's got a, he's got a ways to go, but he's still I, bottom I twenty. Good. I think he's like. 20 and under. You know, I'd put him like 24th best quarterback. Yeah, this year I would, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, he's young. He's, he's going to keep getting better, though. Yeah. But, I mean, if they want to take advantage of the window, this is it. And, you know, O'Connell, he's an offensive guy, too, ain't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he is. See, and I like that. They got a good offense. Uh, but I just, I don't know what the hell you even do to that team. Like, you I, gotta, I, I, yeah, you got yeah. a lot of holes. They seem like one of those teams that's like in Madden. They go in like eleven and five, but in real life they don't make the playoffs. Just because the yeah. pe- like they have good players, like high overall players, but it just doesn't work out. You know, it they, just, they just can't get it to work out. It, you know, they've had just Rodgers and the, and the Packers have ruled that division for what fifteen years. Yeah, but far before that. And, that division's been wide open for a long time, and nobody can seem to, you know, make that move. Yeah, nobody can take it from the Packers. And if, I mean, I Rodgers mean, comes back, too, like, you guys are screwed. Yeah, <laughs> and you got Matt Eberflus going into uh, into Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, <clears throat> defensive coordinator for the Colts last year, for the past few years. Gotta love whenever uh, – Defensive-minded coaches go to uh, teams that have a young quarterback. You read my mind. I love <laughs> when that happens because <laughs> it always works out. Defensive guys know so much about offense. Look at Jeff Fisher on with Jared Goff his first year. Really blossomed. Yeah, blossomed a lot. <laughs> Although, you know, it was such a polar opposite of what they did with Matt Nagy. Yeah. I think I think they were just trying to get as far away from that as possible. Which is crazy too, thinking about it, because like 
uh, and Nagy came from Shanahan and Taylor and McVay, like Andy Reid, and like he's just the only one that's a rotten apple. <laughs> he's the only one. Like everybody else, He'll get an offensive coordinator job somewhere. I think he could be a hell. He might be one of those coaches that need to grow a little bit, like McDaniel's. You know, McDaniel's wasn't ready when he was in Denver. He was too young. And just because you're not. You're not a head coach doesn't mean you can't be a good offense coordinator. Exactly. Coordinator. I, look at Steve Spagnola, worst head coach I've ever seen. That dude's a great defensive coordinator. True. You know, uh, up until this point, Josh McDaniels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, Matt Patricia. <laughs> it's a, a lot of work. Yeah, Matt Patricia. Anybody under Belichick? Yeah. Anybody, <laughs> except for Brian, Brian Flores, it looks like. Yeah, Brian Flores. Yeah, he's. He's flourishing. I mean, not now, but <laughs> no, not not right now. I'm not breaking into that. Uh, Brian DeBall, uh, New York. Yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, he's a hell of an offensive coordinator. Uh, I think he could be a good head coach, but they're running another year with a terrible situation. In New yeah, York. They just said no that. Offense, Chase. Oh, no, it's fine. I'm not a Giants fan. <laughs> uh, they're running. Oh, that's right. I you 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 pick the Jets when you move. Oh there. God, I don't know. It's worse. I didn't pick nobody. I just like the NFL. <laughs> That's how bad it is here. Uh, but he, I mean, he just seems like the last three head coaches they hired. You know, Shermer, Judge, just underwhelming. And it's New York. You know, like you got Jacksonville hiring Urban Meyer. Like even if you miss on those, at least you're taking the chance. You know, at least you're showing initiative. Trying to get the big name. Like, if they would have got Josh McDaniels, that would have made sense. You know, it had been like, all right, big market team trying to make a big splash, hiring a big-named uh, head coach. You know, that's why Mike McCarthy got the job in Dallas. He might not be a good head coach, but at least they're showing that they want to take a step up. They want a guy that can win, you know, or a guy that all signs are pointing up, and if he messes up and doesn't do good, then at least you took the shot. But... This is just seems like another guy that's going to be gone in two, th two to three years. I don't like it. And you're running it back with Daniel Jones. I, I think he'll be gone in two, three years, whether it's his fault or not, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, the Giants, here's the situation he's heading into. Year one, they're going to make him run it back with Daniel Jones. Year two, he's going to draft a quarterback. And if it doesn't work out by year three, he's gone. Yeah. I mean, the good thing is, though, you get a good – pocket quarterback i don't know i haven't looked in the the new drafts i don't usually look into that shit but you can find a good pocket quarterback and you got kenny galladay saquon you know maybe maybe you can you know turn it into something but i don't know i think you're right uh your boy doug peterson he got a contract oh yeah. he's been the guy i've been throwing out there he might <laughs> You know, I did not see him getting a job. No, he's. I don't think he's a good head coach. I mean, he had one run with the with the Eagles. Yeah, one miracle run. All of a sudden, your backup quarter, your run. backup <laughs> quarterback went nuts. Congratulations. I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't <laughs> see like. The, I don't get it. Peterson needs like there should just be like a list of head coaches to avoid that just got lucky. You know, Pete Carroll. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Pete Carroll's probably the best head coach out of all of them, but Pete Carroll's one of them. Uh, I'm trying to think. I had one on the top of my head. Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly is a good one. Yeah. 
you know, just guys that had a good run. Lawrence, man. What did you say? They're going to ruin Lawrence. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I, I think this is just going to, you know, he's going to go through a Baker situation. Not that, you know, Baker's as good as I think Lawrence can be, but go through two or three head coaches in a few years, and I think it's going to be a whole mess. Yeah, that's rough. In, and in, in Jacksonville for a while. At least Baker had, like, that swagger and that chip on his shoulder. Like, Lawrence looked like shit last year. Like he, maybe maybe Lawrence, you know, in twelve years will get traded to a good team and win a Super Bowl, though. Yeah, hey, that's all you got to do, <laughs> ride it out. But right now he's got <laughs> just ride it out. He's the first quarterback that I can remember in a long time that had more interceptions and touchdowns in a season, and is getting another crack at quarterback. <laughs> the last guy I can remember was Mariota, and guess what happened to Mariota? <laughs> he got the can. Yeah, and, and you know, you look at that offense; they've got some playmakers. They do. They it's low key like, have a, like a fun no team. And, and honestly, like, yeah, look I, at that last game against the the Colts. They look good. They look good. Marvin Jones, <laughs> like hell yeah, throw them all out there. James Robinson. I don't know. Maybe I'm just drinking the the Lawrence Kool Aid, but uh, so out of all these coaches, which vet veteran head coach? Do you think it's going to do the best? And uh, which new head coach do you like? And that's set up for the for the best scenario. I'll tell you what. I, I think uh, Josh McDaniels would be my veteran head coach. Yeah. Um, I, I like the uh, the situation he's going into. I think, you know, I think there could be something there with Derek Carr if you get him some more weapons and, and uh, you know, offensive line gets a little bit better. <clears throat> I think my new head coach, Mike McDaniel, going to the uh, Miami Dolphins, coming out of the, the Kyle Shanahan offense. Um, I think that maybe, maybe there's something there with Tua. Who knows? Oh, man. I never heard you say that ever. You, <laughs> Who knows? Look man? at you. You're turning into a podcaster now. You're just making shit up on the spot. You don't believe that one bit. <laughs> I haven't heard you no, say I, one good thing about Tua thing. ever. Here's the look. Look, the Dolphins have gone through three offensive coordinators in the last three, four years under, or three offensive coordinators in the last three years Ooh. under uh, Brian Flores. You know, say, I think he's a good coach. He's obviously doing uh, a lot in Miami. Was doing a lot in Miami, unfortunately, but. You know, there's there's still that – there might be there more on the offense – more there on the offense because Tua hasn't been set up in the right positions, um, you know, going through a lot of offensive coordinators, offensive coaches, quarterback coaches. I, I think there, there just could be something there. I, just a little part of me, man. Optimistic. I like it. I like it. Um, I think it's a good hire. Everything – Everything I've read about this Mike McDaniel guy, he's everybody thinks he's a genius. He's been working with the Shanahan's for a long time. Uh, he's he's been the run game coordinator uh, for the last or for it was uh, three seasons ago. Offensive coordinator this last year. Everybody seems to like him, so that's what I'm going with. Damn, I like it. I I mean, and also like think about it too. He could get the uh, I'm cross referencing uh, sports here. He could get the Mike Matheny's treatment here. You know, 
a different head coach built up this team, and then you get to take over, and then you get to reap all the rewards from it. <laughs> you know, like Matheny got yeah. that with uh, when Larusa retired, he got to take over the Cardinals. He started doing good, you know. Absolutely made it to a World Series. Like this Miami Dolphins team, we've been talking about for the past couple of years. They had a lot of draft picks, you know, Tua, all this other shit. You know, defense is looking good. I, I like that. I like that. Uh, my veteran head coach, I'm probably gonna go with McDaniel's too. Uh, but also, I mean, I just to zag a little bit. You know, away from your stuff. We talked about how there's a lot of offense, right? In Jacksonville, maybe Doug Peterson can work it out and just get another, you know, decent run. You know? Maybe. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe. he might just be one of those guys that's just a dipshit, but he can motivate players, and players really like him. The Eagles, uh, they really loved him. Like, Doug Peterson was a really good guy compared to uh, Urban Meyer, who his own mother hates him, you know, like, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm just zagging a little I bit. I think he's going to be, maybe, maybe he'll good. Maybe, maybe he'll be good to, uh, you know, kind of rebuild the, uh, environment of that organization. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I just don't think he's going to be a long-term solution. Yeah. And that division's going to be tough when but, you got, you know, who else I don't see a long-term solution for. I'd like to hear your thoughts on the, uh, the saints, the saints, you know, Sean Payton leaving. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's stepping away. What do you think of that? I, I mean, it's it's smart, like, from a Sean Payton aspect of it, because they're... Oh, it's very smart for a Sean Payton. Yeah, he's... From Sean Payton's perspective. He's kind of just, like, leaving leaving the team out to dry, which I don't know if I, like... As a player, like, I feel like I wouldn't respect that very much, just because, like, it's kind of what, like, Urban... Mo- I. I'm sorry if I keep throwing Urban Meyer out there, but we've been talking about him. But that's what Urban Meyer always did. Florida. Florida stopped getting recruits. They started getting busted for shit. What happened to Urban Meyer? He left. You know, Ohio State. They lose. All of a sudden, Urban Meyer's having heart attacks or whatever the hell he said. He said he had, he had uh, what's it called? Uh, he's having health problems. Guess what? It goes to Jacksonville a couple years later, and he's sticking his finger down random women's pants. You know, like that... I just and then he's the fastest head coach fired in the in NFL. Yeah, history. so like I don't really respect the decision to do it, but I understand it. Like you're rolling out next year, Jameis looked good. I mean, people don't want to talk about it, but statistically, look at the the statistics for Jameis. You know, he might not have been putting up gaudy numbers, but he was. They did exactly what they. He was yeah, they did exactly what they said they were going to do with him, which was limit the turnovers. They were limited. Yeah. You know, he had one really bad game. And, and without that, without that injury, I think I, I, their plan was most most likely to really just limit the turnovers in year one, and then really make a, a big step towards you know uh, bigger production in year two. Yeah. I don't think that was the plan for him right away, just to to get those interceptions under control. Yeah, and uh... but I, I, you know, you look at the cap situation the Saints are in. They're 80 million dollars over the and on cap. top of it alvin Kamara just got arrested uh That's he's true. looking like he's gonna miss a couple seasons like yeah. it's it's some serious serious accusations here um so that team's just kind of up in flames um yeah they've got a lot of big free agents you know coming up and i just i think he's looking at that situation and thinking I don't want to be around with this when this ship goes down. Yeah, so. that division's going to be a dumpster That's fire next what I'm year. Seeing, but, but yeah, uh, 
Yeah, it is. Without Brady, now, you know. But I, who's taking that division? Maybe Matt Ryan? Yeah, I think it is a Ryan season. I'll tell you what. I mean, it, this screams Atlanta Falcons. It, it really does. I might put some money on them to win the division next oh year. Oh, my God. <laughs> this feel, either that or Carolina. I can see Sam that. Darnold? Bounce back? Come back, come back player Darnold. of the year, maybe? No, I'm just I'm pulling shit out of my ass right now. Okay, uh, <laughs> new head coach. I mean, just to wrap it up a little bit, uh, Kevin O'Connell. I think is set up in a good spot, especially if Rodgers leaves. You're gonna get, you know, the first year playoffs. Like you're gonna get a playoff run. I think uh, unless Justin Fields takes a huge next step. Um, you know, maybe maybe Jordan Love. I'm not even. I don't think Jordan Love's gonna be anything. So I'm not even worried yeah. about it. The Packers, after two full seasons of Jordan Love sitting on the bench, still aren't motivated to play him. You know, they're they're willing to make Aaron Rodgers the wealthiest quarterback in NFL history. Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, they said they're gonna really like be close the, to breaking. The highest paid quarterback in the league. Yeah, this year. they're gonna break the cap. Was the the word I heard? They're gonna they're mm-hmm. gonna pay him so much money. But I mean, at the same time, like. Maybe they could deal Rodgers for another quarterback, which is probably what if you know they're going to trade Rodgers. That's probably the best thing to do. So maybe if they can get like a, a Derek Carr or something, then they can work out. But uh, as of right now, we don't know if Rodgers is going to play for him. So I like Kevin o- o- O'Connell for uh, the Vikings. Then again, he might get fired in a year. So I've been wrong before. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> final thoughts. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if you heard about this, but, uh, McDonald's came out with a, uh, land <laughs> I did. sandwich, right? I'll tell you what, you know, it's, it's the Big Mac, the, uh, filet of fish and the, uh, the McChicken all on one. And I thought, you know what? Fuck it. It was not as bad as you'd think. I'll tell you the next, the next morning was not. Oh bad, no. But, uh, overall, overall. Pretty good. See, I'd, I'd leave the fish off though. the the big The Big Mac and the McChicken was yeah. Good. See, like the fillet of fish is what turns me off to the the land, air, and sea. It, it, it wasn't it wasn't bad, but it could have been better without. You know what also is, is skeet, and it's the main. Re- uh, me and Emily were gonna get it on Valentine's Day because we already went out that weekend. So I was like, oh screw it, like let's just you know have a glass of wine and get McDonald's, and she was all for it. You know. Cause she's amazing, but uh, we're like, okay, like let's get the land, air, and sea. We looked it up. You have to assemble it yourself. Yeah, that's oh such God, bullshit. I. Uh, it is. I had two full. Me and her didn't left. do it. We didn't do it. I was like, I'm not going to eat it. I, I refuse to put that together myself. I'm an American. I want stuff <laughs> made for me and handed to me. I thought the same thing. I opened it up and I'm like, I have to assemble this thing myself. I was left over with two full buns because you can't put all the buns on there. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I that just pissed me off. Two tops, two bottoms. It was. It, it was. Can't off. have that. That's <laughs> un-American. Come on, fix your shit, McDonald's. Uh, my fun. <laughs> just like the ice cream machine. Yeah, they're never gonna fix that though. <laughs> uh, my final thought. Caleb, you need to come back to the pod because damn, the NBA. Really, uh, the trade deadline was amazing. Uh, I might end up uh, poking out a, a solo pod just talking about NBA basketball. James Harden traded to Philly. 
I, I think it's awesome. I, lo- I love it. I love it. I think him and Joel Embiid is a, a great combination. I think both teams really benefited if Ben Simmons... Who do you think came out? I really team? don't know. I, I don't know because it all depends on, uh, you know, Ben Simmons is struggling with mental uh, problems like depression and, you know, whatnot. Um, so if that, like, hinders him to play basketball and he doesn't want to play basketball anymore, obviously, you know... The Sixers win, but the thing is, is Harden's been struggling with injuries. Harden's still a little kind of chunky. You know, I think... Yeah, now, you, now you got two players that are... Your, your two-star players are going to be very... Exactly. Yeah, Embiid's got exactly. Be Embiid's always hurt. But, you know, I think it's cool. And that's why I, I, I absolutely love the NBA. I haven't been able to talk about it, so I just want to share my little thing. I think that's awesome. Uh but I really like Harden and Embiid together. I can't wait for them to play together, whenever that may be. Um, but yeah, I think both teams kind of came out on top because I mean, Seth Curry got traded in that trade too, and he just cooked it up the other night. He had 23 points for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, but yeah, I'm also glad that I got to go to a Nets game before uh, Harden got traded. So <laughs> thank goodness uh, I was at the game that KD yeah. got hurt. So. <laughs> You know, I, I don't know uh, basketball as well as you do, but my initial reaction was I, I thought the uh, the Nets got the better end of the deal. I mean, you know, Seth Curry, I thought, looked uh, – he's a hell of a shooter, not as good as his brother. But, <clears throat> you know, Ben Simmons, who knows what you're going to get. Like you said, he has he's having mental problems. doesn't know if he wants to play. Yeah. But as well as the picks they got, I thought yeah. – uh, I thought the Nets got the better end of the deal. And, like, think about it, too. Like, this is what they talked about. James Harden, Kevin Durant, they uh, they said they were having uh, issues with how they wanted to run the offense. KD wants more ball movement like they did at Golden State, which is what won him two rings. You know, that's that ball movement's right. like how KD works. He doesn't like iso ball, which is what James Harden did for years in Houston when he didn't win shit, you know. When he didn't win, right. <laughs> so, and, you know, Ben Simmons, he's perfect for that because, you know what, he doesn't shoot. So, he'll pass it up. and He's, ha- he's cool. Yeah, he's all for passing. And uh, half the games that him and Kyrie and KD play together because Kyrie still won't get vaccinated, uh, I think are going to be fun to watch. So, okay, that's it. <laughs> that's it. We're done with the podcast. We did an hour-long podcast. Damn. Good shit. Good oh, yeah. shit. All right. Nathan, you want to take it away? Spread it. What? You? What are you dropping to spread it? I'm supposed. You're supposed to say spread the word. Then I say. You know what? Yeah, fuck it. All right. Spread the word. Oh man, I got. Spread the word. (laughs) Spread it.